Hello, Thyroid Warriors, and welcome to another awesome episode of Thursday Thyroid Talks. This segment today was so much fun to film. I can't even tell you how much I love and adore my guest today, Leah Gassler. She is just a special kind of person. She has an energy that is so fun and light, but yet deep and smart and articulate. And this is her second time now coming back. You'll hear you'll hear me mention it in the beginning of the recording, so I'm not going to go into it. But she is she has transformed into an entirely new person over the past year that I've known her. So I had to bring her back on and we had to go into this topic of connecting to yourself sensually, sexually, having a pleasure practice, all the things how to be intimate with your partner without having sex, how to be intimate with yourself. It was really a good episode and I know you guys are going to enjoy it. But first, before I let you go listen to it, I want to remind you guys about my butterfly gang. Okay. My butterfly gang is not your average group. Okay, I trust me, I've been in some Facebook groups and they are just freaking depressing. I've been like, holy shit, dude, like someone will post a comment, 20, 250 women will reply. The comments are always just, you know, desperate, scared, and they can't get any real support because there's so many different conflicting answers. No, okay, I'm not here for that energy. I'm here to actually support, transform, guide, lead, and empower my community, okay? So the Butterfly Gang is a worldwide network of women that are struggling from health symptoms. You don't necessarily need to be a thyroid warrior because what I teach on embodies all wellness, all dimensions of wellness. Yes, I niche it into thyroid because We need the most support, but if you have a sister, a mom, a friend, an aunt, a family member, whoever that needs support with their health, they're welcome as well. So I want to tell you that there's already multiple things available for you in the community. I officially started it in January and I have dropped a couple replays, four replays at this point. For you guys to start digging into. There's a lot of bonus material. There is some homework. There's already a lot going on in there. I've, I've added meditations. I've added podcasts, resources. There's already members. It's already up and going and running and I need you guys to come. Okay. So right now I'm running a special where you can join my gang for $25 a month. And right now you can have access to all the replays. You can come meet the other the other thyroid warriors and you can go through everything that I've already done. But moving forward, I'm changing and adding because this, this is like a work in progress for me. It's like my baby. I'm just always like, ooh, I want to do this. I want to add that. So there's always going to be things flowing into this community. I'm playing around with the book club and all kinds of fun ideas. 
But right now, I started it with just lessons of this is what's wrong and this is what you can do to fix it. I've been focusing on the 10 root causes of thyroid illness. But I'm feeling called to go more into the community aspect of it and start doing the Zooms. The Zooms where you guys can come on and talk and share and get to know each other and I can get to know you and we can all bond and grow and learn together. And why this is so important is it mitigates the isolation and the loneliness that you guys are all feeling. Because you tell me in my DMs, I'm so lonely. And that's why it's worldwide. Because I know I my Canadian sisters need this. I know my UK sisters use this. I need my Germany sisters. Like everyone I talk to from around the world feels alone. Well, I say, fuck that. You're not alone. I'm here for you. And so is my community. And so are the, the, the members that are already in it and the women that are going to join. So I don't want you guys to miss out on this opportunity. It's going to be amazing. This is where I'm really going to focus a lot of my coaching, my time and my energy this year. So I encourage you all to come. Okay. I will drop the link in the show notes. $25 a month. And you get access to me, all of my knowledge, my resources, and many other women as well. It's an incredible opportunity and I'm building it for you because I love you. So without further ado, let's dive in. Hello, beautifuls. Today, we are going to have such a good conversation about sex, intimacy, and weave this all into thyroid issues, chronic symptoms, and get some great tips on how we can be more intimate with ourselves as well as our partners and the other people in our lives. So I am really excited to welcome on today's guest, Miss Leah Gessler. So Leah is such an interesting woman. Last time Leah was on with me, probably about six to eight months ago, she was actually a confidence coach, but now she has shifted her message and I watch her all the time on Instagram and I'm like, girl, you are powerful and her messages are beautiful. So I reached out to her and I was like, can we please do an updated podcast and talk about this new sexual message that you're putting out because it is still so taboo for us to talk about these things. It's getting better. It's getting better. But, you know, especially here in the thyroid community, I don't feel like this is a message that we discuss a lot. And it's one of the many pieces of the journey that is really important. So let's see. We're just waiting for her to hop on. She'll be here soon. Um, so let me do a quick intro on Leah. So Leah, like I said, super interesting background, right? Leah is, like I said, she's currently a sex and intimacy coach who specializes in helping women in committed relationships 
create life-changing sex and transcendental intimacy. Who doesn't want that? With the person that they love, she works primarily one-on-one -on -one with her clients using a holistic approach that blends mindset, somatic, and energetic work to guide her clients to reconnect to the vibrancy of their own sensuality and sexuality as a portal to deep pleasure and freedom that transforms and vitalizes their experience of life. And this is all very much connected. And I love that she puts all of this together because it's not like she's just here talking about sex, like the actual sexual act. There's so much personal uh, liberation in just your beauty and who you are as a being that she weaves everything um, in together. So it's her personal mission to help women reconnect to the full spectrum of their human power and human experience through the liberation of their sexual energy, sex and sex expression, so they can share uninhibited soulful love with their partner. Uh, I mean, yeah, sign me up, right? Who doesn't want that? Okay, so I'm going to find her. Here she goes. Hi. 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 I don't know if you heard it, but I just did your full intro. So oh, I didn't hear it. Oh. Dang, it just invited me. How did I miss it? I don't, I'm sorry. Okay, you want to go out and redo it? <laughs> no, 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 it's good. I'm kidding. It's, it's all good. Yeah, no, I just absolutely, I was saying how um, when you first came on, we were talking all about confidence. Yeah. Because at that time, that's the mission or the, that's the message that you were filling into for yourself as you were going through your spiritual journey and finding yourself. Mm -hmm. And so anyone that's listening to this live or on the replay, you can go back to Thursday Thyroid Talks and find our entire episode together on confidence. It was so good. It was a good episode. Oh, so good girl. You know how to bring it. So, <laughs> but um, over the past, I don't know, maybe what, six months, eight months. Yeah. You've transitioned. One second, I'm. I need to plug my phone, and I forgot to plug my phone in. Oh, of course, I drop it. <laughs> Sorry, everyone. Technical difficulties. Um, the battery dies. Okay. Okay, sorry. So I was saying, yeah, you, I've watched you transition to the sex and intimacy coach and I read your posts and I'm just like, mm, like, damn, mm -hmm. it just, it just lands, you know, every single one. I'm glad. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And I'm like, that is potent, you know? And like the way you say things, like you put this different perspective on sensuality, sexuality, loving yourself, being intimate with your partner, that is just such a, a beautiful, non-gross, mm -hmm. non-creepy, like, twist and vibe, you know, you mm -hmm. have your, like, love in it, and it's just so awesome, so yeah, yeah, let's dive into you, so share a little bit about how you transition from confidence into sexuality. Sure, yeah, so that transition 
was really personal for me because the deeper that I went into confidence and in confidence, I was talking a lot about self-expression and like unlocking the truth of who we are and like how we get to be our most powerful selves in the world. For me, I was called to like look deeper and deeper into sexuality specifically, like, and at the time it wasn't even sexuality, it was sexual energy and like um, this part of our ourselves because sexual energy is something that our society kind of represses and we have this really really convoluted relationship with it where it's expected of us and we want it really bad but we suppress it and we hide it and we like feel really icky about it and like mm -hmm. and like it's it's a really conflicted relationship that we have with sexuality sexual energy being sexual beings and and like how we are able to like integrate the fullness of our self-expression, which we hide a lot in the way that we hide ourselves in sexuality. Like the way that we, the, the, our, our lack of confidence shows up a lot in sexuality. Mm -hmm. So for me, like when I was going deeper and deeper into unlocking confidence in terms of self-expression, the deeper I went, the more I got into like the shadows of sexuality and sexual self-expression because that's where we tend to hide a lot of stuff and repress a lot of our darkness, you know, a lot of the darkness. Yeah. And I'm always about like how the darkness, embracing the depths of like our darkness or our shadow sides or our like the rebellious bad girl sides, which we talked about a lot in our last call too. Um, how much that allows us to be our best, biggest, most powerful, most light filled selves if if you will with that with that um metaphor there because we can't experience the fullness of our human power unless we get to the depths of the darkness that we try to hide the parts of ourselves that we don't want to look at and don't want to see and um yep yeah so for me that's why <laughs> that's why i started going deeper and deeper into the sexuality because that's where my unlocking was and I found just like so much, like such a wealth of creativity, of self-expression there, of power there, and of like this feeling of vitality in life. And that is, is, is what I find so important about sexual energy is that it holds life-giving life, life vitality, like a feeling of vitality that a lot of us in our society are missing because of the way that we suppress ourselves there and the way that we're like taught to keep a lid on everything in our in our sexuality and how we are express ourselves sexually that's so true and to for me personally i i really resonated because i was a i was the the little girl little daughter like sister to two older brothers mm. and so i was always around the boys and did what the boys did so as a little girl and going into my teenage years i really identified with being a tomboy mm -hmm. and then i realized as i got older but i am i have this girl side to me that i i need to explore it was like this calling and i've always like explored that as an adult but recently like like you're saying I felt this deeper unlocking for myself 
Um, and I love that you're using the word sexuality because I never thought about connecting to the two because in my mind, I was using the word femininity yeah. or femual, oh. feminine power, but my feminine power is my sexual power. It is my sexuality. Yeah. And so I've realized that the more I go into my beauty and, and taking care of my actual physical body by, um, nails or hair or jewelry or whatever expression that my body and I feel like I need mm -hmm. it, it enhances um, like that intimate intimacy that I can have with the people in my life because I feel more confident. Mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. So but is all so intertwined and gorgeous. It really is. Mm -hmm. And it's cool how you how you address it from a different like you took you entered into sexual or into like the world of sexual energy from a feminine, uh, like a feminine energy perspective. It's so it's, it's fascinating because sexual energy is like that, like it, it, it is unique to us. And it brings out like this essence of who we naturally are. And so when we start to unlock it, like we have the glow up, so to speak. You know? Yes, like, <laughs> we do. People and it's so see, personal. <laughs> thank you. And, and they see and I have and it's thank you for saying that. Because for me, I literally have had friends text me, they just go through my stories or something randomly one day. And I've gotten random texts from my male friends that are like, I don't know what you have been doing. But you look fabulous. And I was like, I've done nothing different in the past 25 years they've known me, except for what we were just saying, they see my glow. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like, everyone says like, oh, you, how do you get that glow? And it really is pouring and nurturing into yourself in whatever way, like you said, your shadows are like, whatever you feel is dark and hiding. Like, mm -hmm. that's what I've been exploring is those shadows of like, what have I always avoided? What do I feel being, what am I drawn to? What am I called to? So, all right, I'm going to shut up and just let you go. No, absolutely. I, yeah, it's, it's like integrating all of the sides of yourself and not feeling like you are again, like you're repressing a piece of yourself or at war with a piece of yourself or trying to like get rid of something about you, you know, and that like integration of all of who you are is, is creates that that glow up and that sense of vitality and that sense of I can be everything that I'm here to be yeah. and feel powerful doing it. So there may be women that are listening to this that really feel down on themselves. They don't feel beautiful because whatever is going on with their health, they may have put, you know, 10, 20, 30 plus pounds on and they feel very just you know insecure over the weight or they're struggling with thinning hair or you know just a piece of that that you know piece of them like you're saying that feels broken um because of the health issues and i and and i say this from my own experience because i i first started losing my hair that was the first thing to go and our hair really truly is our crown Mm -hmm. And we really, you know, can step into our beauty through our hair if we want to. And I know a lot of women resonate with that and feel um, un unpretty because mm -hmm. and unconfident because they just simply start having hair, their hair thin. So let's let's try to like speak from that perspective of like how can they still ob obtain this and reach their 
um, their, their connection with themselves, even if they're really not feeling that well. Yeah. So the thing that I think is so important to understand is that we, we have it we have like a image or a understanding of sexuality, what it means to be sexy, what it means to look sexy. That's ingrained in us from, from everything that, of course, society tells us, you know, all of the media and also our memories of how we used to feel sexy or how we have felt sexy or when we quote unquote were sexy, so mm -hmm. to speak. And we really have to understand that sexual, sexual energy is a part of our energetic system that's always there. It's really always there. And we are more prone to feel it when we have in our head what the image is of sexy that we believe is sexy. So for me, feeling into my sexual energy has become a daily practice. And I can feel sexual energy when I'm tired, when I'm exhausted, when I'm grumpy and needy, being a bratty little B-I-T-C-H, <laughs> and also when I'm feeling like on top of the world. And that sexual energy gets to take on, it gets to, it gets to take on whatever mood or way of being that you're in, it's still there. And once we begin to kind of understand that the sexual energy is always there, literally running through your body, you can connect with it and nurture it and begin to grow it and, and identify it more for yourself. So, so that's the first thing is really knowing that even when you feel, even when like you're feeling unpretty or you're feeling unwell, your sexual energy is still there. And it never leaves you. It's still there. And I think for a lot of women, we really have to reclaim our own sexuality because we think of our sexuality as something that we give to our partner to meet their needs or serve them or please them. But it really is ours to claim and it's part of us, it's part of our energetic system and it's, it's part of our own nourishment and our own way of being and our own expression in the world. And that is super important, like foundational piece to understand. It's just a reframe of what sexuality is or sexual energy is. Thank this you so much for saying that. Yeah. That that felt comforting for me just to even hear. And I honestly yeah. wish when I was in that mindset of I'm losing my hair, I'm so ugly, you know, and, and beating myself up and all of the things that we go through when we're battling chronic symptoms and, you know, bloating and all the things that make us just feel undesirable to yeah. our partner and to ourselves um, is always still there and that you can reclaim it and reframe it. But how, yeah. you know, how, how can you twist it? So how can you look at this as like, I'm still me and I'm still beautiful and I'm still going to be able to find that side of me regardless of how XYZ. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, so when we're trying to reconnect with the sexual energy, like, first of all, it helps for me, it helps to know like where the sexual energy resides in my body, you know? And a lot of times when we think about like where we feel most sexy, 
we're either stuck in our heads about like what we think again sexy looks like or what um or like what we're supposed to be doing with being sexy you know or we're thinking about like where sex like where we like genitalia right so like in terms of in terms of like the i i work a lot with energy visualizing the chakra system and that's just the system that most is most visual for me to understand it because i think visually and and it helps me to identify like um where in my body i feel certain things so i just want i just want to say this like in terms of connecting with your sexual energy i'm going to just stand up but i don't know if you can so your sexual your sexual energy like lives in your second chakra which is this is my belly button right here like two inches below your belly button okay and, and that's where like yes sex happens <laughs> at the genitalia right but that's where sexual energy blooms into something that's more expansive and more life giving than just a primal instinctual penetration the end right <laughs> so for me like in terms of reconnecting acting with sexual energy i always visualize from that space from that space and for women like it's your womb space right it's literally where life is formed in your body it's literally the creative center of your body and our and, 3d blueprint printer yes exactly it's literally creates something out of seemingly nothing and this is this, this is if you ever needed a, an illustration of energy growing and expanding, that's, that's it, right? Like, like, that's it. So, so for me, always reconnecting to that space. So I, and when I'm coaching my clients, I always coach my clients to create a pleasure practice. And this sounds like that, that might sound like of course, when I first heard the idea of pleasure practice, I was like, okay, so I'm just gonna like masturbate every day or whatever. I really hope this doesn't get censored on Instagram. But like, but no, it's really about reconnecting with what feels good to you and not even in a sexual way. And that's, that's really the beauty of accessing the sexual energy is that you can access feeling good when you don't feel sexy. It just takes on a radically different form. It takes on the form of nourishment, of nurturing, of giving yourself what you need and, and honoring yourself and loving yourself and like cherishing the way that your body shows up for you. And so... so <laughs> Sorry, I'm not laughing at you. This love just got way more interesting. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Leah brings it. She's we on this pleasure practice. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'm all like, okay, pleasure practice. Yeah. Ooh. Okay. okay. I like pleasure practice. Um, okay. So I, 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 okay. So I can understand what you're saying because for me, um, I guess you you could say a non-sexual pleasure practice would be getting a 90-minute massage. Exactly. It feels so good and mm -hmm. nourishing, and it's like pouring love into myself through someone else's hands. Exactly. Mm -hmm. and, the, and the thing is, because whenever, when, for, for people who are dealing with, a, with chronic illness or seeing that change that you've dealt with of knowing yourself as 
feeling and looking one way to feeling and looking completely differently. Like we have to go the extra mile to give ourselves permission to feel pleasure in that kind of state. Like you have to go the extra mile to remember to pour love into yourself. Like you, like you said, because that's when we need it more. And we need to find those ways that we really feel nourishment from ourselves. And we're really giving ourselves permission to feel pleasure. Yeah. Women struggle kinds. with that across the board period. Yeah. Like giving yourself permission to feel pleasure. Yeah. And in, in all areas, not just sexually. Right. In all areas. Exactly. They, they neglect themselves, especially mothers. And it's, it's hard because you have so many people depending on you and you're pulled in a million different directions and I get it. I, you know, have two kids, Yeah. but, but also we're not taught that you need to please yourself in yeah. all ways. If, right. if that means getting your hair done or sure, if that means masturbating or if that means going in, you know, there's so many ways, I mean, yeah. shopping, that's a exactly. way to really good in pleasing yourself. Exactly. Which is why when I speak about a pleasure practice, it's it's literally like it's for me, it's more of a sensual experience because I'm I'm reconnecting to my body, I'm reconnecting to my energy, I'm reconnecting for me to spirit, to source. I'm pouring myself, pouring into myself the nourishment that I need to feel good in my day. That's that's the basis of pleasure is is mm -hmm. getting yourself to the point where you're receptive of all the good that life is currently giving you <laughs> mm -hmm. and and like, like that's that's the only way you can you can have great sex in the first place is if you're fundamentally receptive <laughs> to the good that life is trying to give to you to feeling good being open and receptive yeah to all things yes Yes. And, and so that being said, even when we're especially, you know, especially when we're not, when we're feeling down on ourselves, when we're not feeling good, you know, when we wake up feeling like you're, I can't even like look you in the mirror, like, which we ever, we all have those days, you know, some, some more than others in some seasons in our lives, harder than others, but especially in those times, we need to sit with ourselves and give ourselves what we need and pour love into ourselves and find the ways that bring our literal physical body pleasure. Yeah. Yeah. And thank you for saying literal physical, because this, this whole term like embodiment, mm -hmm. right? This has been the big term that I've rolled around in my brain, like a bazillion times. Like everyone's talking about embodiment. Like what does this mean? And so, I realized it was funny because on Nicole's call yesterday that we were both on, it was like, it finally clicked. I've heard it a bazillion times, mm -hmm. but I was like, for me, embodiment is truly physical things, yeah. physical, anything that feels good. Yeah. So whether it's a hug, a kiss, a head rub, a massage, nails, jewelry, uh flowers you know all of the physical and of, of course sex is involved in that and mm -hmm. just pleasure external pleasure that oh, like has contact with me 
Mm -hmm. You know, I say flowers because I will just shove my face in a bouquet of flowers. And I'm like, I love you. <laughs> like, it feels so good. I love big old roses in my face. Yeah. And I smell them and they're soft and velvety. Mm -hmm. And so I'm like, this is, this is embodiment, yeah. you know? Thank you. Yes. Deep breathing, meditation, like so many ways to embrace everything you're talking about in a non-sexual way. Exactly. That elevates you and and when you are feeling bad it can actually lift you out of it yeah it, at least any little shift out of it is a shift towards your pleasure towards feeling better mm -hmm. and so like any when you're fe when you're feeling at the lowest of the low like you're not trying to get to like let's let's like have wild crazy passionate sex right now you know what i mean mm -hmm. you're trying to just move yourself from feeling like complete doo-doo about yourself to feeling at peace with yourself or at least feeling like i'm on the path to being at peace with myself so how and, do we communicate this to a partner that is coming at us and we don't feel good and we're like i love you but I just am not in the mood for that right now. Yeah. Um, how do you still, how can we still have intimacy with our partners, even in a moment of like, I feel like shit. Yeah. And that's where, you know, hopefully you have a partner who is loving and caring of you and knows what you, everything that you're dealing with and going through. And you, cr we can create ways of being intimate with people that don't necessarily even involve us like having sex with them. Mm -hmm. And that just takes a lot of intentionality and it takes some understanding of, for me, intimacy energetics, presence, what it's like to be energetically connected with your partner. Yeah. And, and that I feel like most of us can remember a time when we feel energetically present with our partner and it's deeply satisfying mm -hmm. and and powerful and it doesn't even necessarily involve sex right and it usually does not involve netflix yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah i heard a thing the other day of like if the only intimacy you have with your partner is sitting and watching Netflix, you're in trouble. I was like, damn, <laughs> you know, yeah. that hit a lot of people right there. It's so true. You know, like what, uh, like what he said, a great meal, long walk, phone conversation with someone who makes you smile. Yeah. Like you, yeah. just that, like you both are saying, that deep connection. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I would say, and I feel Sorry, like we're, when you build that connection and you build that trust for women especially it's it's a respect factor too like a woman will look at her man if he has the capability of saying i understand you don't feel good right now i honor and i respect that and i'm sorry but i'm still here from you what else mm -hmm. can we do what would make you happy right now mm -hmm. that level of love care and respect back will honor just like deepen her love in return so that when she is feeling better you probably will get a little, you know, something, something. Absolutely. And that's, that's a reflection of, of intimacy work that's built between two people like that. You know, it's like, it's, it becomes a partnership of understanding and receiving and being receptive to each other's needs. That's not a service-based transaction. Mm -hmm. 
and for a lot of women, we already feel like sex is a service type of interaction where we're where we have like a goal in mind, you know, like either our orgasm or their orgasm is the goal. And we're like, we need to cross this thing off the to do list so we can be on with our next thing. It Yep, it's like just one more chore. And not only is it one more chore, but it's the chore at the end of the day when you're most hurting. Yeah. That you, the, the one you want to do the least because you're most fatigued. Yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And so just like reframing what's sexy and sex sexuality feels like to you and your body, there's a reframe of what your sex life or your intimacy life can look like with your partner. And for, for, I find for, for a lot of people, it's really powerful to just like remove yourself from the goal, from any sort of goal of like orgasm being, um, being like a qualifier <laughs> of what makes your sex, like a sex session or something like, successful or like fruitful <laughs> because in terms of creating intimacy with your partner there's so much to be explored in just presence and energy that doesn't even that doesn't even necessarily even require like i don't know if i can say these, these words on labs but even require like penetration right like <laughs> like there's you can say it. yeah there's so there's so much that you can explore there in terms of having a intimacy date or a sexy date with your partner that can be deeply satisfying and like deeply bonding. And, and so taking yes. yourself out of the mindset of I need to meet his needs. I need to serve him or satisfy him or her is essential, essential, because you, you cannot be in your body and receiving pleasure in your own body if you're over there thinking that you need to meet someone else's needs, it just, you can't, you can't have it both ways. That's so there's, yeah. It's a, a forced transaction and how miserable does that sound and feel? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Like, of, of course we want to, to satisfy our partners and, and like meet their needs. Right. But, and knowing the programming that we that women have running through their minds there's a shift where we need to come back to our own bodies remember what it's like to receive our own pleasure learn how to receive our own pleasure which is what like i was talking about having like a pleasure practice in the morning is all about like learning how to receive how to let in how to how to allow yourself to receive pleasure and then from there when you know how to receive to receive pleasure giving pleasure is pleasurable mm -hmm. That's so it becomes a, yeah so it becomes a mutual interaction instead of a transactional service-based thing where you're just trying to get one or the other off <laughs> yeah yeah you know and i guess it all really just depends on your partner and the kind of person they are and whether or not they're selfish or you know they're understanding and open and because as you were saying all of that, and I'm like, okay, so how can we make this non, non-transactional and just pleasurable, mm -hmm. you know, and soothing and like connecting. And um, if it is the end of the day and everyone's all tired, you know, <laughs> it's like, 
<laughs> you could, one of the things I used to do <clears throat> that I, uh, one of my favorite things to do in a relationship is just sit on the couch and talk mm -hmm. and rub each other's feet. Yeah. Give me your foot, I'll yeah. give you yours, and let's just rub each other's feet and just talk. You know, what was that cool podcast you heard today? You know, what was just little things like that? You got to get creative and just find ways to make a connection without yeah. it feeling like a chore. Exactly. And I really, I, I wrote a post about this yesterday, actually, that I find it really important if you do struggle with like your energy bandwidth and everything that you're trying to do every day, you know, if you're a mom or professional or whatever, you know, dealing with life and you find that sex always ends up on the last as the last thing on the to-do list every day and your partner wants it from you when you're tired and feeling grumpy and like all the things it's the worst feeling mm -hmm. like it just is the worst because then not only are you already tired and grumpy and not feeling sexy then you get to feel guilty yeah on top of it <laughs> yeah for like not being in the mood again right <laughs> you know? so you feel guilty and then sometimes you'll do it out of pure obligation yeah. and then have resentment exactly exactly and it becomes this whole it becomes just yeah that's what it becomes resentment yeah so i really recommend and the pe people don't like this but i really recommend making it like a date like creating like like creating it in your schedule however many times a week it makes sense to you and is feasible to do so setting aside time to be intimate with each other. And that sounds, it sounds, you know, people have a lot of resistance to that at first, like mm -hmm. I said, but when you are already dealing with all of the stuff that's on your plate and you want your sex life to improve, you've got to show it that you're prioritizing it with your, with the energy that you want to like save up to give it, you know? Like expecting that it's just going to improve and like you're just still going to wait for it to be the last thing at the end of the day or like the first thing in the morning spontaneously before you do all of the other, before you like actually get to the stuff that's running through your head as a to-do list. Like it's never just going to find its time to like improve if you don't create the space for it to improve. I love that because you made me realize like, well, why wouldn't we put this in our calendar. We put everything else in our calendar. I'm like, hey, this is my block for meditation time. This is my block for me time. This is my workout block. You know, like, why can't I have uh, this is my mo my sexual intimate time with my partner? Like, it's the most important thing, besides for myself and all my self care practices, that that should be yeah. the most important thing on your list. If you cherish that person, and you really want to give them your presence and, exactly. and, and nurture your relationship and actually hang on to this person. Exactly. And make things work, you know? Exactly. And so I don't look at my daily routine of, you know, journaling and meditation as like a chore. Right. So right. why would I look at, you know, time with my partner yeah. as a chore? Exactly. And a lot of times the reason we build up so much resentment is because it never fits in with all the things that we have running through our mind about like what we should be doing at this moment. You know, yeah. or, or our lack of energy. That's true. And so why doesn't it fit in? You know, like, yeah, exactly. Why not? It could. Yeah, it could. And it should. And it should. Yeah. And for me, 
me, like, I can't, like, a, a relationship for me, like, the, the sex is like, it, it is the mutual meditation. Like I meditate, I do my meditation, my pleasure practice every morning. That's my time with myself. In a partnership, a relationship for me, sex is that as the partnership. Like it, it is the cornerstone of that like communion with each other, where we build the intimacy, where we give our energy to each other and where we share our love with each other. And it's essential and, and like and like i say share share our love with you with each other it's like that doesn't even apply if even if you're in a in a like relationship with somebody who you don't like say i love you to you know it's still love energy that you're sharing with each other and it's still your time to give your energy to each other and to like be connected like that so i've always, I've always called it the glue yeah it's the sticky glue. It's the tacky. It, it is, for me, I look at, it, it, when I'm in a relationship, I look at it as it is the, it is the foundation of everything else yeah. that we build. Exactly. Like that intimacy. And like, and like we were saying earlier, it, it might not even really need to be like the outcome. Yeah. And, you know, it, it doesn't have to be focused on the outcome. Just like you keep saying, time together being present yes exactly honor like enjoying absorbing yeah being and you know because like i'm sure you agree with me wholeheartedly but because when we join together like that it's so much more than just a physical moment yeah. like you were saying it's your it's your meditation it is well, when we're meditating, it's it's an energetic thing. It's a, a spiritual thing. It's a, um, like you said, you focus on the chakras and mm -hmm. that's all energy. Yeah. That's all frequency. That's what, that's what intimacy, that's what sex truly is, is a exactly. bonding of two spirits, two souls. It's, yes. It's an entanglement of souls. Yes. And um, I mean, everyone feels better afterwards. How many times? Yeah. Have you had an amazing, you know, moment with your, your partner? And then you're like, la da da, you're like skipping. Yeah. Everyone's happy, everyone's smiling. All of your stress is lighter. You feel more flirty with each other. And it's just like, ah. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And that's where like, you really, really have to look at whether you're allowing yourself to like receive pleasure in your life you know because we know we know consciously that sex feels good yeah. <laughs> orgasms feel good right yeah. like feeling connected to our partner feels good feeling like we have a bond and an intimacy and a connection with our partner feels good so why don't we prioritize it no like, shit yeah it's it's it really for me it's like I'm like all like all this like <laughs> you know there's lots of anti-pleasure programming going on in our heads there's lots of like good girl stuff there's lots of capitalist stuff where we're like we need to get this done and that done and the other thing otherwise we're not worthy of anything you know like we can't enjoy yeah. our lives until we have our whole to-do list done you know there's like a lot of that stuff but if you really look at like the simplicity of that you know we know we feel better when we have great sex orgasms and connection with our partner yeah. And if we know that, we need to make it a priority. 
Okay, so there's something I need to say about orgasms mm -hmm. and our and ourselves, like for women. And because I, I I've actually can't believe I'm going to say this on a live and put it on my podcast, but I have to put this out there because I need to know. You know, you guys can tell me in the comments or you can tell me if you resonate with this. But I have noticed since since I've overcome my symptoms and I've really been working on myself and really connecting to myself and going healing my traumas and getting deep and really exploring my pleasures of all kinds and connecting with my sensuality and sexuality. It has been, I've realized that, okay, right. Like my cycle really emphasizes up or down my moods, right. You know, my sex drive mm -hmm. is really high or really low. And, um, I've noticed that, if I don't honor that drive and, and have that orgasmic release, mm -hmm. it's almost as, as if it gets pent up in me and I get frustrated and I'm like mm -hmm. snippy mm -hmm. and moody. And it's like, oh, oh, I need to handle that, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Does that make sense? Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like, you know, like we need to honor what our bodies are asking for, you know? And I, I think it's like, I mean, so many of us have no idea what our cycles even are because we're so dissociated from our bodies that we're not even paying attention to like when our sex drive is higher or when it's lower or like even when our period's coming or not, you know what I mean? Like we're so tuned out of our bodies that we, we're like just ignoring them all the time and, or, or we're feeling feeling like we're hate we're not we're hating them more than we're in tune with them yeah and so like all of this coming back to your body and finding what feels good there's a lot of this like our bodies crave things that we're not even our conscious mind isn't like able to logic you yeah. know and 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 we need to honor that because that is our energy asking to be released asking to be moved asking to like asking to move yeah it is our energy asking to move and so the more that we honor that and are in tune with our bodies the more we feel great and fulfilled in our lives like in our day-to-day -day lives so i think that's, that's so a, yeah and i think that's a great example especially of like the change that you experience in the transition of like starting to be more in in touch and in tune with your body and the healing process. Yeah, and, and and thank you for talking about the cycle too, because I want to touch on that as well. That is massive. That is yeah. so, so massive for women is being disassociated and dysregulated from just their natural cycle. <clears throat> Excuse me, I was that way for, I was on birth control for a really long time because I didn't want to get pregnant because I was protecting myself. I didn't want to have any more kids. I was in an abusive marriage, you know, and all these reasons. So yeah, I never knew my cycle. I didn't bleed. Mm -hmm. And I, I didn't even know I had an ovulation. I thought I just bled. Like, first of all, that like just cycle illiteracy, like to the max. Mm -hmm. And so after I, once I decided, once I started learning about how birth control is just holy shit bad to mm -hmm. us in every way, I decided, and I was sexually active and it was scary as fuck. 
but I decided to go off the pill and I started tracking it on an app called natural cycles. And it was like this whole other side of life opened up to me that I didn't even yeah. know existed. And I don't mean just in my actual cycle. I mean, in like you said earlier in like, um, in my focus in my, and how I wanted to do my hair and makeup that day. Mm -hmm. And how I wanted to watch a movie that day because I was, you know, feeling a little tired because I knew my period was coming or I was super energized and I wanted to go for a bike ride. Yeah. Or if I was feeling, you know, I started noticing even I was like, holy shit, every time there's a new moon, I'm ovulating. Yeah. So many aha moments. And I noticed the sex drive connected to the ovulation connected mm -hmm. to the, the pre the, the premenstruation. And for the first time in 20 years, I had a libido. Yeah. And I was like, I have been suppressing this beast for this long. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah. It was like, oh, yeah. who is this person? This is so fun. You know? Amazing. It, yeah. Yeah. And I, so I wonder how many women are actually complaining that it's like their symptoms or their chronic illness that's making them not have a libido or is it your fucking birth control robbing yeah. it from you right right i mean we, we, yeah like it's yeah and 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 the way that we are constantly like we're trying to manage our body in so many ways like the birth control or trying to like and just daily you know we're more focused on why we don't have the energy that we want or why we don't have the libido when at the bottom of it, we're so out of touch with the rhythms and cycles of our bodies that we're not even like, we're making ourselves wrong for being tired on this day when we don't even know it's because we're about to be bleeding, you know? It's yeah. like, like these things are completely natural and we're just dissociated from our bodies and from what our bodies are asking for. And we're just making them wrong all of the time instead of being with them and present and nourishing and like, riding the waves of the energy that we have yeah yeah that's true because now that i know i'm like oh i'm gonna start bleeding in three days this is why i'm starting to feel tired and you know I, my back is hurting or whatever you know yeah. instead like you said before i would have always just said oh i hate i hate my thyroid i, hate, I blamed everything on my thyroid and i think a lot of women that have thyroid issues, they do that too. It's just like you, it's that, that like, uh, brainwashing or that constant, yeah. oh, it's your thyroid. It's your thyroid. You're like, but is it? Yeah. 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 There's so many things that are affecting us. Yeah. And, and <clears throat> the only, the only real, like the only real way to like reconnect with what you need is to start feeling your body start understanding what your body is asking for start working with your body instead of against it you know yeah. giving it what it wants letting it express itself in ways that it wants like 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 in this what i talked about a pleasure practice earlier some days it looks completely different than others some days it's a lot of talking out the nonsense that's running through my head just so that i can get a clear mind other days it's like literally my body wants to move and express itself and I'll put on some like really super slutty music and like <laughs> just like do whatever you know what I mean and like I'm like I hope nobody's like happens to catch me through the window with this thing, but, like honestly it's like my body asks for different things different 
days to activate itself or to release things. Sometimes, sometimes when I'm tuning into my body, I need to release something. Sometimes I need to pull in something. You know, our, we're constantly in this flow of, from all of the things that are entering our energy field, not to mention the birth control, the chemicals and pesticides and radiation that we're ingesting all the freaking time. You know what I mean? Like, like, yeah. like the only truth that we have is what our body is saying to us and talking to us. And that's what we have to work with. Our, our co-creator in life, you know, we've got our spirit, we got our energy, we got our body here, our little vessel that we're sailing through this life with. You know? <laughs> yeah. Our, our, and, and it loves us and, yeah. and it loves us so, so much. And so when you were saying things that want to come into me, things that want to come, you know, push out of me, I definitely feel that often it's like some days and I've noticed this on the weekends because I, I have time it's like I just need to reflect for like yeah. an hour maybe even two hours and mm -hmm. I will just need to think and think and reflect and as I reflect I learn I'm like whoa <laughs> I have aha moments yes. I go over you know just my goals or I just reflect like there's so many things to always reflect on and that's so so healthy where some days I feel more energized, like you said, where I want to pour out and be like, ooh, this is what I, you know, this idea or this like vacation or I, you know, this is my dream home or, you know, whatever is coming up. And some days I feel depleted and I need to just do some deep breathing and just draw all my energy out or yeah. back, you yeah. know? Yeah, exactly. And it's just, and you know, this may sound like a new way of living for some people that are listening to this on the replay, but you know, I encourage you to, and the, so the best way to start, I guess, you know, and then I'll pass this to you for me, like when I was a, a beginner and I started mm -hmm. learning these, these things, mm -hmm. you know, and that my body was always telling me certain different things that, and, and these practices are pleasurable. I mm -hmm. want to point that out. Yeah. They actually, they bring pleasure they bring clarity they bring happiness they bring peace they bring release yeah. and that's you know like you were saying earlier the non-sexual pleasure um i just simply started with some easy uh journaling of just like like dear diary yeah. you know <laughs> like, just like eighth Absolutely. grade eight-year-old journaling yeah because it felt good exactly. and that's what it, that's what I knew how to do. Like my boyfriend and I did this today. <laughs> yeah. like, I, I, I usually um, suggest like when you're starting anything to reconnect with yourself and in terms of creating a pleasure practice or a morning routine, like a reconnection to yourself practice, you can call it whatever you want. You could call it your spiritual practice or your morning routine, whatever. I usually suggest it's the most obvious three things to include something for your mind something for your physical body and something mm -hmm. for your energy or spirit for if you're not a religious person you don't resonate with god or spirit or universe or whatever hopefully you can connect to energy because that's like actually a real yeah. thing <laughs> so so like 
something for your mind usually because we wake up. I mean, I like to do my crap routine in the morning, but we've always got a bunch of crap running through our minds. A lot of negativity usually. So the mind thing for me is usually something clearing, like to get that chatter out of my mind because you you won't you won't have a lot of resistance connecting to pleasure or feeling good or feeling even clear or neutral if you have negativity running through your mind. So the, usually I always suggest my clients create something that's gonna get that negative chatter out of their mind, whether it's mirror work or tapping, or we talked about tapping in the last episode we did together, mm -hmm. or, um, or journaling, you know, something to clear the mind. And then um, something for your physical body. Honestly, like I have this face oil that I put on my, that I have on my little meditation station. And I love like rubbing, like massaging my face with this face oil in the morning because my skin feels so good afterwards. And like, I feel like I work that, those bags out from under my <laughs> eyes. Like this is the kind of stuff is non-sexual pleasure. Just finding these little things that feel good and nourishing. Or I'll give my body, like I'll just like rub my body. You know, how often do we even just like feel like, pressure on our on our limbs from ourselves you know how often do we do that so it could be anything or yoga if you like yoga you know do a short yoga session or stretching or something like that for your physical body and then something for your energy or spirit might be meditating or doing energy work if you're into that or or praying if you're into the more religious or spiritual side of it you know something that connects you to the 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 energy beyond you or the energy within you <laughs> yes so since i i have my daughter and i get her up and we get ready for school and then i gotta get her out the door you know it's like not always ideal for me to yeah. do everything right. so the way i plan it i mean she is almost 12 so it's not like i'm dressing her and you know all that um, so it's like, I get her up and I, I watch her and make sure she's on task. But what I'll do as you know, the morning goes, it's like, I always will go to a very uplifting video. Like first thing I literally open my eyes. This is, this is my morning. And I'll tell you guys, I, I open my eyes, turn my alarm clock off. I pull my temperature, my thermometer out under my pillow, take my temperature, log it in my cycle tracker. Hello. And then like, I that's, find... that's the first thing I do too. <laughs> yes. Awesome. Like, yes. I, have to I keep love the it. Thermometer on the phone. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm about to get uh, natural cycles has this aura ring. Oh yeah. That tracks everything that. for you. I'm like, that's Oh, I'm getting that. Awesome. So anyways. Um, and then it's like, I, I instantly go to something uplifting. I usually, I love Abraham Hicks. I mm -hmm. love, yeah abraham so i i usually do the abrahams or just something like joe dispenza something yeah. so positive and awesome in the morning that's gonna make me think or my favorite coach mm -hmm. while i'm like getting her going you know yeah. and then as she's transitioning to leave that's when i set up my space yeah. and i'll sit on the floor and i'll do some actual stretching it's, it feels so damn good mm -hmm. to stretch like, yes. I think women, women are all about like hit and Peloton and all these, you know, <laughs> like freaking stretching is phenomenal. And there, there was, there is a interesting level of intimacy that you have with yourself 
yeah. if you do like slow, deep, intentional stretching. So that's how I do it. It's not just like, ooh, 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 you know, it's like, no, I'm holding each stretch for like three minutes yeah. and I'm breathing and I'm enjoying it. Right. And then I do a meditation, usually a 20 minute breath work meditation combo. And if something comes through, then I journal it out. And mm -hmm. then I go get dressed and then, you know, and then I move on with my day. And yeah. like you were saying earlier, like that, just that. Okay. So with, with everything I said, it's like an hour, mm -hmm. uh, uh, you know, more or less, but it has shifted the way I care about myself so deeply. And it yeah. really is not hard. It's just right. a matter of consistency. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. And finding the things that work for you and work in your day, you know, like it doesn't have to be a long thing. It's just the intentionality and the consistency of reconnecting with yourself and tuning in and giving yourself and your body what you need to feel just that much better, you know, just that much more um, taken care of and more like nourished. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for enlightening us with your wisdom and this really fun conversation. <laughs> thank you everyone for being here. Um, so why don't you share with everyone where they can connect with you? Yeah, sure. So connect with me here on Instagram. This is where my party is, so to speak. I love Instagram. I love connecting with people here. So I share all of my stuff here on Instagram. Um, I have some things in the works that I'm working on right now. Uh, one of them is a community on Facebook where I'm going to be doing a lot of free of free lives and free content there. And so that's going to be specifically for women in relationships who are looking to build a more fulfilling sex life and a more deeper intimacy and connection with their partners. Um, so keep an eye out. Connect with me on here on Instagram and I will like let everybody know when that's up and ready to go. I've also got um, my, most of my work right now is one-on-one -on -one coaching. So my my main program is called Best Sex Ever. It's a six-month like deep dive program where we really do transformational sexual liberation work, basically, so that you can have really fulfilling sex, pleasure, and transcendental intimacy with your partner. Um, it's the kind that just takes your sex life from completely dead, last thing on your priority list, like the missing link in your relationship being otherwise amazing to the kind of deep intimacy that really creates that bond and connection and fulfillment with your partner and your relationship. Um, so if you're interested in that, you can of course DM me. I offer a free call to talk more about that. Um, but I'm also making a short self-study uh, course that I will be releasing around the same time as I open the Facebook group. So wow. connect on Instagram, you'll know when that's, when that's up and ready to go. <laughs> you have a lot in the work, so I'm happy for you. Yeah, yeah. I'm, um, expanding a little bit here you know <laughs> that's awesome and you know um not to like you know side swipe everything you just shared because you guys need to go join like that sounds fabulous but you just reminded me there's this podcast i love it's called fml talks uh -huh. you ever listen to that no it, oh my god it's so great you gotta check it out so this girl what you just said reminded me of this girl she was she told this whole story about how she was feeling so un, 
appreciated and loved and not beautiful in the eyes mm -hmm. of her husband. And she was just really craving intimacy yeah. and sex and like all these emotions. And she didn't know how to fulfill that. So she decided to talk her husband into becoming a swinger with her. Yeah. Yeah. And they went and they had all these insane experiences at swinger clubs and she did all these things. And That's one way the, to go through it. I know, right? And at the end of the program, she realized that what she was really seeking was loving herself. Yeah. And, and that that was the true intimacy she needed to find. And then once she started to find intimacy with herself, it just naturally started coming back out between mm -hmm. her and her husband. Yes. And I, yeah. And so when you just dropped your program, yeah. I'm like, yeah. you're going to, there's so many people that need that. Like yeah. that is huge. Yeah. 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 So I hope that goes really good for you. And if you guys resonate with this, um, I, I will post everything in the comments i'll post you know i'll link her out and so you guys can have easy access to to leah and um and keep an eye on her page so that you can connect with her she is a wonderful human i love her Thank so you. much i wish we lived closer so we could actually know, right? hang out <laughs> I know. one day we'll have like a one big day. meet and greet it'll be yeah. so fun yeah. but thank you again yeah you thank you for having just, me on yeah you're amazing. So keep up the incredible work and I'll Likewise. talk to you soon. All right. Talk to you soon. Bye. Bye. I mean, wow. <laughs> Wasn't that episode amazing? Thank you guys so much for listening. It really means so much to me that you're here. And if you haven't yet, please subscribe. And also, if you haven't yet, please go ahead and leave me a review. I would love to hear your guys' feedback, what takeaways you had, any aha moments you had, or just anything else you'd like to share with me. And if you are using the Spotify app, guess what? You could even send me a cool voice message. I haven't got one yet, so that would actually be pretty cool if you guys did that. <laughs> Anyways, Again, thank you for listening. And I'd like to remind you guys of a couple of things. Number one, I'm always looking for thyroid warriors who want to come on and share their, their story. If you haven't seen episode one through, I believe 12 is all thyroid warriors sharing their journeys, seriously powerful stories that I encourage you guys to listen to. And the reason why I do this is because it's so important to help combat isolation and loneliness that so many of us feel when we have chronic problems. I get it. I was there for 10 years, remember? Also, number two, if you haven't heard on my Instagram, first of all, if you're not following me on Instagram, come on over. My handle is at coach.sarah.joy. But I have now opened a new exclusive, incredible thyroid community called the butterfly gang. The butterfly gang is I'm going to pour my heart and soul into this community this next year. I'm feeling so called to just focus on this so that I can provide you guys with so much education. I want to literally educate the fuck out of you guys because I know from my own reversal that education is power 
education turns to action, action turns to better health, and better health turns to more happiness in your life. It is a sequence, and it starts with what you know. And I have learned so much from reversing 25 freaking symptoms and undiagnosing myself from hypothyroidism and Hashimoto's. I, I have like so much I need to teach you guys. So you can go ahead and join. It's $39.99 a month. That's it. That's $480 for the whole year. If you join now and you stay with me all year, which I seriously hope you do, because I promise you'll be transformed on the other side. And I cannot tell you what in a massive like discount that is to have so much access to me and so much goodness that you're learning from me. So join the butterfly gang. I'll link it out in the show notes below and I will see you on the inside. You guys, thank you so much again for the third time. (laughs) Have a great rest of your day or evening.